welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 18, verses 38 through 40. This comes right after Jesus talks about truth. He makes some statements about the role of truth in his kingdom and in his kingship, which have implications that are no doubt controversial. And if you haven't heard that devotion yet, I'd recommend that you go back and listen to it. Before we jump into today's text, I want to thank the family leader for being our Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about them in the announcements at the end of this devotion. And as always, thank you to the family leader for their support. So verse 38 is split between the end of our previous text and the beginning of today's text. And something really interesting happens right at the end of our previous text when Pilate asks Jesus somewhat cynically, I think, what is truth? Pilate is oh so close to maybe having a life-changing experience. And maybe this whole thing ends up being life-changing for Pilate. We don't know. Scripture doesn't tell us. But when Pilate asks Jesus, what is truth? He is asking about the most important subject that a person can ask about. And he's asking the authority in the universe on that subject. But unless something takes place that John doesn't record and therefore we don't know about, before Jesus has a chance to respond to Pilate's question, what is truth, Pilate turns away and leaves. That's where we pick it up today, the second half of verse 38. After he had said this, he went back outside to the Jews and told them, I find no guilt in him, but you have a custom that I should release one man for you at the Passover. So do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They cried out again, not this man. In other words, do not release Jesus, but Barabbas. They want Barabbas, who is a different prisoner, released. The text finishes saying, now Barabbas was a robber. Other texts lead us to believe that he was an insurrectionist or a murderer. At any rate, it's a guy who'd been convicted. He was guilty of several crimes, and this Jewish crowd chooses him to be released over Jesus And there's some irony here because the word, the name Barabbas, Bar-Abbas, it literally means in Greek, the son of God. The Jewish people are choosing to have this son of God, Barabbas, released over the son of God, Jesus Christ. Now, I want to land on something that's not going to seem like it relates directly initially to this text, but it's what came to mind when I sat down to record this. For a little bit of background, this whole idea of the Daily Dose devotion started way back in 2020 during COVID. Our family was at home and we decided that we should take some time to read through scripture. I would take a little section and explain it to our kids, hopefully in a way that they could understand. (laughs) My wife would say that I had a tendency sometimes to talk over their heads, but I try to keep it brief. So we decided to start recording these devotions and archiving them here at CC Podcasts. And oftentimes, as I sit down to handle one of these texts, I'm thinking about what I would say in our living room if our kids were around and I was going through it with them. And sometimes what I would teach our kids would be somewhat tangential to the text, which is what I'm going to do right now, but I'll try to tie it back. And as I do it, I got to tell you another story. Years ago, I was in a men's Bible study, and one of the men in the Bible study asked the Bible study leader, what does a person have to do to be judged by God and sent to hell? It's a pretty good question. I hope it's a question, frankly, that everybody has had crossed their mind before. 
And I remember the Bible study leader's answer being something along the lines of, if this person has been presented with the option of Jesus Christ and they openly reject Jesus Christ, they shake their fist in God's face and reject what he has offered them in Jesus Christ, then that person is making a decision that they don't want Jesus, they don't want what God is offering them in their life, and so God honors their wish. And if that isn't rectified before they die, they're judged by God and sent to hell. By the way, I don't think that's a sufficient answer. I'll get to that in a second. But the image that was conjured up in my mind when I heard that answer the first time is very much in line with what we see here in this text today. The Jewish people are openly, willfully rejecting Jesus Christ. This Bible study leader said it's that kind of open, willful rejection of Jesus that will land a person in hell after the final judgment. I would suggest that the path to hell is far more passive than that. I think there are a lot of people, and by the way, it's not my place to judge. I don't know a person's heart, but I think there are a lot of people who are in hell and who will be in hell who didn't shake their fist in God's face and openly, willfully reject the offer of Jesus, similar to how the Jewish people in this text are rejecting Jesus and choosing Barabbas instead. No, Scripture is very clear that every single person who's been born has been born stained with the sin of Adam, our first father. Scripture is clear that we're born opposed to God, sons and daughters of wrath, in conflict against our Creator. Because of this bentness, because of this tendency toward, because of this stain of sin that none of us can escape from. And Scripture goes on to say that God is holy, and if that problem of sin is not dealt with, then that sin will forever separate us from God. We've talked about it many times, and we've talked about it even just in the previous text about truth and about John 14, 6. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And what that means is that the problem of sin can't be adequately fixed, can't be sufficiently taken care of except through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only one who lived the perfect life that God requires people who are going to be in union with him forever. Jesus Christ lived the perfect life that none of us can live. And Jesus Christ sufficiently paid the penalty for sin, which is death, not just physical death, but spiritual separation from God. He was separated from God for a time before he rose again. And the entire culmination of God's redemptive plan for humanity is that anybody who puts their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, they receive his perfection. It's attributed to their account. And the penalty that we owe God for our sin is Mark paid because of what he did. It's imputed to us by faith. And if a person hasn't had this happen, then they are not going to be welcome into heaven. And friends, don't take my word for this. Please check it against the scriptures, but I'm telling you this is what the scriptures teach. And if you think about what that means, that means that there are a whole lot of people who didn't shake their fist in God's face, who didn't reject Jesus in the same way that these Jewish people have rejected Jesus. There are a whole lot of people who just passively went through life and never took the opportunity to put their faith in Christ and get this problem of sin taken care of so that they could be in heaven. And to those for whom that has not happened, there's only one other alternative. Like I said, this doesn't all come straight out of this text, but it's what came to my mind when I read through this text. The story of that great question at the Bible study. The misunderstanding that some people have, even Christians, that there must be some willful or open or conscious rejection of Jesus for someone to end up in hell, when really that's not what the Bible says. And I wanted to take the opportunity to make that real clear today, because it's something we don't want to miss, and we don't want our loved ones to miss either. Come back for more next time. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. 
Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.